0: the river
1: city podcast federation hello and welcome to after nudified the podcast that looks just as good as the day it was buried i'm ryan and i'm emily hey ryan what are you my mommy (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: um it's a true testament to how funny we think we are that I haven't edited a single episode where I didn't cut out like 10 seconds of us laughing after the cold open.
1: Especially because a lot of our cold opens, like, I, they're very, they're not, <laughs> not good. No, they're not that funny. I didn't want to be the one to say it because you write most of them, but I knew if I started you'd say it for me and then I wouldn't have to offend you. <laughs> I
0: know it's not my best work. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay.
1: I'm not getting paid
0: to write cold opens. I'm not getting paid for any of this shit.
1: No. By the way. Get what you get.
0: Yeah, if you donate, maybe I'd get my
1: soundboard back. I don't think we need the soundboard back. I think you are encouraging people not to donate. (laughs)
0: Today's episode is about uh, mummies, if you read the title. But it's specifically about on purpose mummies not accidental mummies which we like half covered in the first episode about incorruptibles oh yeah yeah um so this is about mummies that were made on purpose so like egyptian mummies.
1: okay that makes sense so maybe in the future we do an episode on accidental mummies who were not catholic we're getting really specific <laughs>
0: <laughs> a very specific subset of mummy um yes and if nine-year-old me was doing this episode, I wouldn't have even had to, like, open Wikipedia.
1: But yeah, that was... Uh, a long time ago. That was nine... Don't age yourself. Don't say how many years ago that was.
0: It, it was a full person who's able to vote and drink. Or not, not drink. Just vote. I'm not that old. <laughs> I almost made myself 30. Just about. You're pretty close there. The dictionary defines a mummy. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> As the body of a human being or animal embalmed, according to the ancient Egyptian or some uh, analogous method, as a preparation
1: for burial. 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 -er Burial. (laughs) Say it like Muriel, like that old lady on Courage the Cowardly Dog.
0: (laughs) Muriel. So as a preparation for burial. Damn it. Uh, Citing sources from 1615 AD onward. However chambers cyclopedia and the victorian zoologist francis Trevelyan sounds like a real fun guy at parties yeah uh buckland ooh, even funner um he defines a mummy as a human or animal body desiccated by exposure to sun or air also applied to the frozen carcass of an animal embedded in prehistoric snow so the way that we think of mummy now
1: is both it's it's both okay
0: It's on purpose, and it's accidental. Okay,
1: but today we're only talking about the ones that had, like, their brains scooped out with spoons and stuff.
0: Yes, on-purpose mummies, also known as anthropogenic. Um, Accidental mummies are another episode, and you bet your
1: sweet ass I'm gonna do another episode on them. Well, we have to now that we've talked about it so much. Now we gotta do an accidental but non-Catholic mummies. Well, really, Catholic mummies were on-purpose mummies, kinda, right? No! No! Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess it would kind of defeat the purpose of them being
0: incorruptible. We're going to play a game later in the episode called uh, Mummy or Not Mummy. (laughs) Okay. Or Show Me the Mummy. Um, Oh, that's good. (laughs) Where I will text you pictures of mummies, or people assumed to be mummies, and you'll have to tell me if it's actually a mummy.
1: Uh, okay. (laughs) As you... This is our first morning afternoonified, yeah, we're both like yawning, I have not had enough coffee. my brain's not here, but let's do it. Let's talk mummies.
0: okay, so let's start at the beginning, sort of uh Egypt is obviously one of the biggest like mummy players mummy um players, and a little bit later I'll do like a whole steps to making yourself a mummy thing. Uh, But there were also other cultures that had mummies. Um, Deliberate mummification was part of many ancient cultures in areas of America, South America,
1: Africa, the Philippines. You're just going to keep naming continents there because... Keep going. Shut up. (laughs) Uh, Did I say countries, not continents? One was a country. Most of those were
0: continents. It's a very broad practice. Um, these are all places with dry climates because mummies don't take well to wet climates except bogs. Uh bitches love bogs. <laughs> it's it has something to do with the acidity, um, but that's accidental mm. most of the time. Gosh. Gotcha. Um same with ice. Like ice technically wet, but not wet. wet. Dry at the same time.
1: <laughs> so like bitches you know love dry ice? I'm...
0: Well, no, it's it's kind of like in the uh, in the winter when your hair and your skin get all dry because it's icy out because the air pulls moisture from your skin so it freezes it. Oh. I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist. That's why I get dry in the winter. <laughs> um, so, and that's also why ice makes for a good mummy because it freezes the cells and preserves them and also
1: draws moisture out of them. Okay, that makes sense. But still, this sounds like um. God, there was this show that used to play at my babysitter's house all the time when I was little. And Just was your little. babysitter's house? Well, I mean, it played lots of places, but she was the only person that would make us watch that like <laughs> shitty children's channel. You know, the one that had like Caillou and stuff on it. Like the one that no one actually watched in their own home. It was like the baby- PBS. Yeah, it was like the babysitter channel. Like when you go home, you watch Nickelodeon and the good shit. And then when you go to your babysitter, you gotta watch PBS.
0: The PBS is where like the magic school bus was though.
1: Not in our place. I don't even think it was PBS then. It was like some shit. It was like there was a show about like Asian cats. I don't know. Anyway, whole point is there was there was a show called I wanna say it was no, it wasn't out of the box. That's a different show. Um but anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's not I just remember they used to sing their in their mailing address and it used to have their mailing address memorized because they would sing it and it would be like Boston Mass
0: 90214. Zoom was it? It might have been,
1: yeah. And they did a segment on it where they would be, it was like a logic test, and they'd be like, so and so likes windows, but doesn't like glass or likes doors, but doesn't like wood. And you have to try to figure out why they would like one and not the other as like a logic game. That's like what this mummy thing sounds like. They like dry climates, but also bugs but also snow
0: mummies are mummies are picky as shit um uh so uh, bogs uh drier climates so the spirit cave mummies from fallon nevada uh were accurately dated at more than 9400 years old uh but they're most likely accidental Hmm. mummies even though they were like buried there it wasn't there was no sign of like on purpose mummification before this discovery the oldest known mummy was a child one of the Chinchorro mummies found in the Cameroons valley mm. uh, in chile which dates to around fifty fifty bc uh and those were created on purpose so the point of what i was saying is that 50 50 bc is the oldest purposeful mummy um
1: so
0: far. So far that we've discovered. The oldest um Egyptian mummy was dated to about
1: 3000 BC. Oh, that's like a whole 2000 year difference. Yeah. So South America was doing shit before Egypt. I feel like that's kind of how it always is. Like, it's always like everyone talks about Egypt, but South America was doing the same shit or better shit.
0: Yeah. Um, they were just discovered later, I guess. Yeah. So it was... Everyone
1: had Egypt in their heads and it's hard to rewrite.
0: Stupid. We're going to do the the basics uh we're gonna look at some of the cultures that practice mummification uh some of them because i don't have time to do all of them no we don't have time for that shit just i still have like four and a half pages of notes so it's we're still gonna get into it okay so uh egypt because of course we're gonna talk about them first yeah it would it
1: would be wrong if we didn't
0: so, the earliest mummies from prehistoric times were probably accidental. Uh, by chance, dry sand and air, since Egypt has almost no measurable rainfall. Um, it uh-huh. preserves some bodies buried in shallow pits dug into the sand. So, Egypt didn't start out mummifying things, because th- that'd be weird.
1: But they probably saw an accidental mummy and went,
0: Dude, that shit's cool. How can we do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, about 26,000 BC Egyptians, or BCE, sorry, BCE. Peace. Before Common Era, ah, not before Christ, ah, yeah. Isn't it like the same thing? It, is, it is. It's just one is less um dumb.
1: One's less religious.
0: Yeah, I get you. So, uh, around twenty six hundred BCE, Egyptians were definitely mummifying dead people intentionally, um, and the practice continued to develop for well over two thousand years. Hmm. So, in order to live for all eternity and be presented in front of Osiris, the uh, which is the god of judgment judgment judgment
1: i don't i'm not sure
0: yeah okay um i didn't look that up
1: uh i could probably look i've got like four books on this kind of weird shit i'm sure if you give me a minute i could find it egyptian gods or another episode (laughs) we do need to do an episode on because we did the like obscure deities we should do the not obscure deities that are still not god we did a
0: very loose episode about yeah. obscure ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we need to do the ones that are in between, like, Jesus Christ and the g- Santa Claus of farts. We'd, like, <laughs> we need, like... We, we need to that on the middle ground. Let's be real. He doesn't
0: actually look like Santa. I just couldn't find
1: a better picture. I know, it because that's what you showed me. I'm always going to think of this guy as looking like a little farting Santa. It's never going to get well, out of my head.
0: that's fair. Yeah. Nah, so, uh, when they present it... Like when someone was presented in front of Osiris, the body of the deceased had to be preserved um, so that their soul could reunite with it and they could take pleasure in the afterlife. So basically, their idea was that when they're judged, their soul and body would
1: reunite and they need like a good looking body. But mummies don't look very good. They were doing their best. So they think the afterlife is a bunch of these creepy ass, dead ass, leathery skinned fuckers walking around like being like, hey, baby. That's what it is. That's exactly what the ancient. That's exactly what the ancient texts <laughs> describe it as. You don't know. We only have a guess as to what hieroglyphics mean. You don't know that that little fish next to a pyramid doesn't mean "hey, baby."
0: I know that birdhouse fish sideways arrow means "fuck you," Ryan. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um. Ha ha ha
1: borscht. I was telling Lucas we needed that on a t-shirt, but I'm not sure how to write <laughs> ha ha ha
0: in a French accent. It's H O N H O N H O N. Hon hon hon
1: borsh. That's going to be the weirdest <laughs> shirt. Maybe there is an accent over the o? No, because that makes it an O sound. So It'd be hoon 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 borsh. Then it turns Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: So after death, the pharaohs of Egypt usually were mummified and buried in elaborate tombs, which we've heard about, I'm sure. Uh, Members of the nobility and officials, uh, uh, nobility and officials, like state officials, um, were also, uh, they also received the same treatment and occasionally common people. However, the process was expensive as shit. Um, So it was beyond the means of a lot of people.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean... It takes seventy days to make a mummy in the Egyptian method. Yeah, and you multiply that by however much they're making an hour. You know, it's it's expensive. I I don't know if the slaves preparing bodies were getting an hourly wage. No, but I think that the uh, people who owned the slaves were charging an hourly wage for the slaves that they kept for themselves. Is my guess. Yeah, you know, capitalism. Sorry, I just started.
0: Well, I just started thinking about how there were uh, there was honey in a lot of Egyptian tombs, which meant that there were like ancient Egyptian beekeepers. And then I tried to imagine what their suits would look like. And it got weird. there would be a
1: lot of leather. I'm picturing like they're wearing like a full bowl. I don't know why I went straight to bull. I don't think they really, did they have bulls. I would guess they had like ox.
0: Like a, I don't know, maybe like a big ox I mean, suit
1: and they stick, you know, they like gut it. Cause they're really good at that. Cause they make mummies. And then you can like stick your arms through the hooves, you know? And like,
0: you mean kind of like, in star wars when han cuts open that tauntaun for luke to be okay. in
1: never except... seen star wars so can't say for sure but i'm thinking more like a uh, leonardo dicaprio in the revenant when he climbs inside the bear to keep warm but imagine he would have shoved his legs in the legs and the arms and the arms and stood up and walked around in it okay so <laughs> special priests i guess these are specialty craftsmen
0: so maybe they are making like a higher hourly wage uh special priests worked on the worked as embalmer's Oh, sorry. That was... I can Are read. Are you sure? <laughs> special priests... Special priests worked as embalmers. Wow. um, Treating and wrapping the body. Beyond knowing the correct rituals and prayers to be performed at various stages, the priests also needed a detailed knowledge well, of human anatomy. Their
1: version of a detailed anatomy is probably very different than what we would consider a detailed knowledge of human anatomy.
0: The first step in the process was the removal of all internal parts that might decay rapidly the brain was removed by carefully inserting a special hooked instrument up into the nostrils uh, in order to pull out bits of the brain tissue. It was a delicate operation and one which could easily disfigure the face. Um, also, they sometimes would like punch a hole through the, the skull via the nose and then kind of swirl the brain around and then just let it drain out of the nose. Cause it took less time.
1: Well, I mean, that would be more efficient than trying to hook and scoop every little chunk of it and just liquefy yeah. it and, you know, let it drip. Yeah. You
0: just, Swirl it around until it's liquid.
1: That's literally the worst runny nose I think I could picture.
0: <laughs> Just your brain leaking out of your nose? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have nightmares about that now. Sorry. Um, the embalmers then removed the organs of the abdomen and chest through a cut usually made on the left side of the abdomen. Uh, they left only the heart in place, believing it to be the center of the person's being and in intelligence. So, like, get rid of the fucking
1: brain, but leave the heart. That I've never understood, because if you take one look at the body where they just shove all of, like, your your poop tubes and everything in one big cavity, and then you have this specialty organ that sits in its own giant bone case floating on top of the whole rest of your body, why wouldn't you consider that the most important? Like, it doesn't take a lot of logic to figure out that the brain is the most important part.
0: Well, uh, I think part of it was because the blood pumps... Blood. The heart pumps blood through your body, which means that it's like keeping you alive. And in a very basic, like probably ancient Egyptian knowledge, base, um, that makes yeah, sense. I guess being an intelligence. So the other organs were preserved separately, with the stomach, liver, lungs, and intestines placed in special boxes or jars, uh, today called can canopic canopic hmm. canopic jars. Uh, these were buried with the mummy in. Later, mummies, the organs were treated, wrapped, and replaced within the body. So they would, like, take your your liver out and, like, treat it and then wrap it up like it's a steak from a butcher and just put it back <laughs> in your body.
1: Just in case you need this for later. Take it to go.
0: It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just when you open the body cavity and just... <laughs> Little styrofoam clamshell boxes.
1: <laughs> well, if they get to the afterlife, what if they decide to drink and then they need their liver? Do they have to like open themselves up and be like, "Time to plug this back in again"? Yeah, <laughs> their Egyptian logic is not—it's not computing. I... Uh, the embalmers next removed
0: all moisture from the body. Uh, they did this by covering the body with uh, natron. Natron, yeah a type of salt which has a great drying property Hmm. and by placing additional packets of it inside the body so they basically took those like little silica packets. oh my (laughs)
1: god the egyptians invented (laughs) silica packets
0: Uh, when the body had dried out completely the embalmers removed the internal packets and lightly quote lightly washed uh off the body the result was a very dried out but recognizable human form to make the mummy seem even more lifelike, sunken areas of the body were filled out with linen and other materials and false
1: eyes were added. So they stuffed them.
0: Yeah. This is like the opposite of how embalming works now, where I mean, you still take out all the the bits. I think you leave the inner the internal organs though. But you drain all the blood and then you pump them full of like more water. Actually yeah, well, like
1: formaldehyde, which is basically like an alcohol, like drying fluid, so still a fluid, but it's yeah. not a water one. Um, they're just removing all water from the body Uh, so
0: next is the wrapping Uh, each mummy needed hundreds of yards of linen Uh, Priests carefully wound the long strips of linen around the body sometimes even wrapping each finger and toe separately before wrapping the entire Mm -hmm. hand or foot in order to protect the dead from mishap amulet's amulets were placed among the wrappings and uh, prayers and magical words were written on some of the linen strips That makes sense Uh, often the priest placed a mask of the person's face between the layers of head bandages at several stages the uh, form was coated with warm resin and wrapping resumed once again so they basically like uh, resin has like kind of a wax like thing where you like put it on warm and hot and
1: yeah, it's like House of Wax. This is like what this is. He's like wrapped them in bandages yeah. and then it's like House of Wax. I'm more confused that they hid a mask in the middle. Like, so that way if you tried to unwrap them, it's like, surprise, ha ha, not done yet. Basically. Um, yeah, it kind of makes them waterproof.
0: Warm resin. At last, the priest wrapped the final cloth or shroud in place and secured it with more linen strips. As <laughs> I'm almost done with Egypt. Um, as part of the funeral... Uh, a priest performed special religious rites at the tomb's entrance. The most important part of the ceremony was called the opening of the mouth. Ew. A priest touched A priest touched various parts of the mummy with special instruments to, quote, open those parts of the body, uh, unquote, to the senses enjoyed in life and needed in the afterlife. By touching the instrument to the mouth, the dead person could now speak and eat. He was now ready for his journey into the afterlife. The mummy was placed in his coffin, or or coffins, in the burial chamber, and the entrance was sealed up. Mm. So this is where I tell you uh, how Curse of Mummies isn't a thing. It's not a thing. Uh, the King Tut thing was just a bunch of like weird circumstances, and if someone like goes into a mummy's tomb and then dies later of a weird disease, it's because black mold will still grow in tombs.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I hear some sketchy shit about those <sighs> mummies. So yeah, uh, that's most of what the curse of the mummy is, is black mold. Yeah, that and you go near a dead body that's been dead for so long and probably has diseases hanging out in its bandages that we haven't ever seen. Like, yeah, you're probably going to die from some weird-ass plague. Like, some bad's going to happen. So that's Egypt. And now um,
0: we're going to do, I would say, a fairly large section on South America because as we previously discussed, South America was ahead of the times. Yeah.
1: Let's hear about it. I want to see maybe they're not as weird. I'm hoping they don't hide masks in the middle of bandages. Oh, my sweet child. <laughs> so uh,
0: these are based in Chile with the Chinchorro uh, tribe group. Uh, they are So the chinchoro mummies are the mummified remains of individuals from the South American Chinchoro culture found in what is now northern Chile. Okay. Uh, they're the oldest examples of artificially mummified human remains. Okay. So while many cultures throughout the world have sought to focus on preserving the dead, the chi- like the dead elite, the Chinchoro tradition performed mummification on all members of their society. So
1: everyone got mummified. Everybody.
0: Um, and it's often the case that children and babies receive the most elaborate mummification treatments. You get a mummy. You get a mummy.
1: You get a mummy.
0: <laughs> yes. It wasn't just for, like, rich, rich people. Bitches gotcha um the mummies may have served as a means of assisting the soul in surviving and to prevent the bodies from frightening the living so pretty cool that's pretty cool Uh, more commonly accepted theory is that there was an ancient ancestor cult of sorts um since there is evidence of both the bodies traveling with the groups and placed in positions of honor during major rituals uh and delaying the final burial so they needed to like keep them around because they hauled the mummies around and like displayed them during their
1: religious and was it like while business. they were still mummifying or was it like after the full mummification process was done it was
0: it was after the full mummification they basically uh packaged them packaged them up real nice so they could like travel with them but how
1: did you decide at what point you need to bury them when they start to stink i don't know hmm. i wasn't there <laughs>
0: So there are two main types of mummies found in this culture, uh, stemming from different time periods. Black mummies and red mummies. And then we're going to talk about mud mummies a little bit. Okay. So black mummies. Sounds racist. (sighs) It's not. You'll see. Okay. Obviously it's not. Um, I would assume. But... The Black Mummy Technique, 5000 to 3000 BCE, uh, involved taking the dead person's body apart, treating it, and reassembling it, which, yeah. Uh, the head... Oh, just wait. The head, arms, and legs were removed from the trunk. Oh. The skin was also removed, oh. too. Oh, what? Oh, God. Uh, the body was heat-dried, and the flesh and tissue were completely stripped from the bone by using stone tools. Evidence exists that the bones were dried by hot ashes or coal. coal. Hmm. Ew. After reassembling the body, uh, it was then covered with white ash paste, filling the gaps with grass, ashes, soil, animal Ew. hair, and more. The paste was also used to fill out the person's normal facial features. These are not no, these sound mummies.
1: disgusting. That's
0: also why Egypt got a lot of the like good press, is because their mummy is like still kind yes, of like these people.
1: were. I'm picturing the, the little dried up fish that goes chocolate. That's what I'm picturing right now. Yeah. I mean, no uh, legs, no arms. The person... I, mean, I know they get reattached, but after you dry them in coal and fire.
0: The person's skin, including facial skin with a wig attachment of short black human hair, was refitted on the body, sometimes in smaller pieces, sometimes in one almost whole piece. Sea lion skin was sometimes used as well. So they turned
1: them into keys, is what you're saying.
0: A little bit. They basically like take everything apart, dry everything out separately, and then put you back together. Oh, okay. Uh, then the skin, or in the case of children who are often missing their skin layer, um, you say that like it's common to be missing skin. Well, children in this time we were t- whatever. Uh, we no so skin? they painted their <laughs> they painted their mummies with black manganese, which is where they get their color. So to recap. Take you apart. Okay. Dry everything out. Okay. Put your bones and stuff back together. Put the skin over the bones. Fill in the gaps with a bunch of random shit. <laughs> and then put your skin back on, um, including your head skin, which they've attached a little black wig to. <laughs> Ew. And then there's a layer of like white paste
1: uh, in between the bones and the the skin. And then covered um, in black paint. And then covered in black paint. This sounds disgusting, and I need to see a picture.
0: I actually I don't know if I looked up one of
1: those. I would look, mummies. Up, but I don't want to miss.
0: Let's, it. let's give it. I'm gonna look it up on my
1: phone. Let's see. Black mummy. Ew! Ew! That's not a face! Ew, ew! The new face that they put on it is like a mask with two tiny little eye holes and a little mouth hole. So it looks like an emoji that's going like, Ooh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, there are some better ones a little further down the line,
1: but oh, those are bad. That looks like a doll, like a voodoo doll.
0: Are you looking at the one with the long hair, like the little girl?
1: I don't know what I'm looking at. That one's really gross. The one that's like curled up in like the fetal position. Yeah. Yeah, that one's... Pre- well, that's Incan. That's not the same.
0: Oh, wait. Is that the Incan mummy girl? That's um, Incan. If you guys can't tell, we're not in the same room. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. We're in different places. I just mean, I typed in Black Mummy of South America, and the first one that came up is what I, I'm stuck on.
0: Um, so those are the Black Mummies. Ew. And we're going to talk about Red Mummies now, which is less of an involved... Um, this get, It gets a little more Egyptian with the red mummies. So the red mummy technique, which was used from 2500 BCE to uh, 2000 BCE, so just like a span of 500 mm-hmm. years, um, it was a technique where they, they didn't disassemble the body, but they made incisions in the trunk and shoulders to remove the internal organs and dry out the mm-hmm. body cavity. So the head was cut from the body, so they still took some stuff off. Uh, so they yeah. cut the head from the body so they could remove the brain. Uh, after which the skin would be pasted back on and it would often just be covered with a clay mask so that might be the
1: little like boop face that you saw yeah they didn't even try to make that shit realistic
0: um so the body was packed with various materials to return it to a somewhat like human dimension sticks were used to strengthen it and the incisions sewed up using reed cord Hmm.
1: um
0: the head was placed back on the body Um, with a wig made from tassels of human hair up to 60 centimeters long. A quote, hat, unquote, made from uh, black clay held the wig in place, except for the wig and often the black of the face. Oh, sorry. Except for the wig and the face, uh, everything else was
1: painted with Uh, red ochre. So that's why red... Okay, it's just the paint color.
0: Okay. Just the paint color. And now for a brief... Mud mummy. Is
1: it less gruesome? Do they still cut pieces off? It's still dead bodies, Ryan. (laughs) I know that much. That part doesn't freak me out. It's when you cut it up and then try to stitch it all together like it's Frankenstein. Eh,
0: I'll let you be the judge. Okay. So the final uh, style of uh, Chinchoro mummy was the mud coat used from 3000 to 1300 BCE. But it was before red mummy. But after black mummy. Oh, okay. So this is middle middle of the road. So they used clay. Okay. Uh, because they were at a point in their like culture where they they were a little more stable.
1: They didn't move around as much. Oh gotcha. Less nomadic. All right.
0: Yeah. So the clay allowed for the morticians to mold and create the colorful appearance of mummies um from that time. The mud mummies are pretty pretty cool looking. Uh with the added bonus that they kind of sealed in the smell oh
1: so it's like a, one of those like mud masks but you don't ever want to take it off
0: correct uh, they no longer removed the organs and instead used a thick coat of mud sand and a binder like egg or fish glue Ew. Um, and it was used to cover the body don't
1: tell me that thing doesn't stink i don't care how much clay is on it if you're using eggs or fish as the glue
0: once completed, the mummies were cemented into their graves. The change in style may have come from exposure to outsiders and their different cultures, or from the association of disease with the rotting corpses. Well,
1: then it's weird that they went from that back to red mummies, which are more similar to black mummies. Like they said, okay, this is gross, and started doing less, and then went back to being grosser. Hold, please. I
0: guess. They were still doing mud, mud mummies in 1300 BC and they stopped doing red mummies in 2000 BC. So there was an overlap of red mummies and mud mummies. Okay. Still um, for about.
1: That doesn't explain why they went like.
0: Maybe they had to work on their thing and they were just still using for several thousand years, I guess.
1: Um, I don't know. That's how the timeline worked out. I mean, I get that, but I don't understand why. Why would they go back? I mean, it was a culture,
0: but there were probably different tribes. So it's not like they could just email people with their new, like, burial techniques. They had to... It took time to... I don't know. I don't know. Okay.
1: All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: I'll accept Uh, it. We have two more cultures to cover, and they're shorter. Um, South America and Egypt were just the big ones haven't talked this long in a (coughs) while. So, the Philippines. Alright. The Philippines. Uh, Also known as the Fire Mummies. Ooh, I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, Scientists believe that the Fire Mummies were created by the Ibaloi? Ibaloi. I-B-A-L-O-I. I... -I. Uh, Anyway, they were created between uh, 1200 and 1500 AD, so they're later, uh, in five towns uh, in a region of the Philippines, and then buried in caves. Caves. Not just all in one big cave. Just one big cave. Uh, Others believe that the process of mummification began at 2000 BC in the Philippines. So what the fuck ever. Timelines, Uh, history. What makes the fire mummies unique is their process of mummification. Fucking obviously. Well, yeah, they're called fire mummies. The mummification began shortly before a person died, where they would digest a very salty drink.
1: How do you know you're about to die? They were like, all right, you know what? You're looking not so hot. Time for you to drink the salty drink. Also, well, the- I mean, that's it's really dirty. Yeah, it's ugh.
0: it's kind of like how Catholics perform last rites on people they think are going to die like. You can get ahead of the situation by drinking the very salty drink and then not die. It's fucking rude, though.
1: Like, to tell someone <laughs> to drink the salty drink. They're like, um, excuse me, bitch. I got years left on me yet. Uh, I don't know.
0: Um, after the death, the corpse was washed and set over a fire um, in a seated position, thus drying, and I quote, the fluids.
1: So they would basically, like, the fluids would drain out of their ass and the fire would dissolve the fluids.
0: Well, and just being in the fire, you yeah. know, yeah, dried them out. Uh, smoke from tobacco was blown into the mouth to dry the body's inside and internal organs.
1: So they shotgunned with them for a while. Uh,
0: eventually herbs were rubbed into the body. Mummified bodies Herbs. were then placed in a coffin. It,
1: just, it sounds like they're cooking them and they're about to eat them, and then they go, Mmm, never mind. That doesn't look very appetizing. I mean, you, yeah, you saw a Green Inferno with me. Yeah. It looks like they got to this point and then went, <laughs> Nah, not hungry. Put them in the ground.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just that fucking movie where they shove that one guy full of weed and then the natives got the munchies.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And they and they ate
1: Juni Cortez. <laughs> I mean, they ate everyone. Except uh, when they fed that vegan chick her best friend's tattoo. Oh, God. Oh, that was bad. Or God. that guy that masturbated in the corner. <laughs> he lived. Remember? He. Well, I mean, yeah, he lived. But he didn't get out. That chick left him. Yeah.
0: Like, he didn't get out, but he was still alive. And yeah. Well, this is unrelated, and that movie is not a good, um, it's,
1: it's a little cultural. It has nothing yeah, it does. It's a little culturally insensitive. Um, (laughs) It's extremely insensitive. It has nothing to do with mummies. Nothing. At all. They eat their people. Um, Everything to do with cannibalism. Yeah. uh,
0: That being said, it was still a fun movie. Uh, So anyway, the mummified bodies of the fire mummies were then placed in a coffin made of pine wood and laid to rest in rock shelters, natural caves or man-made burial niches niches the the practice of that mummification ended since the spaniards colonized the philippines in the 16th century so go fuck yourself colonization (laughs) no like for real the spaniards were awful about it they did it to mexico and south america they did it to the philippines they just come and they're like you know that thing that you've been doing for thousands of years we don't like it god doesn't like it Because we know what God
1: likes. Spanish Inquisition, bitch. Didn't see that coming. Well, no one expects the Inquisition.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Our last one is the the Buddhist monks. The Buddhist? Buddhist. 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 I think it's Buddhist if you're English. Like, that's... It's kind of like how they can't pronounce herbs correctly. How do they say
1: herbs? Herb you don't say the h they also uh, they say a lot of things really wrong like they call sneakers trainers and they get offended when you call the little bag you clip around your waist a fanny pack
0: well because fanny means vagina so why can't it be a vagina pack you wear it in the front
1: half the time you wear it to the side it's a fupa pouch i've never heard that term i think it should be a fanny pack if it's on the front or a bum bag if you wear it on the back it's all about style You shouldn't be wearing it on the back. It makes it very easy for people to steal shit out of it. Exactly. So it is a fanny pack. So don't get obnoxious and be like, it's a bum bag. Like, it's not a bum bag because you wear it on your fanny, bitch. How many English people have
0: you gotten into this argument with? None, but I've always wanted to.
1: (laughs) I've been waiting for the day. All right. I just need to meet an English person who dresses like they're from the 80s. Anyways. Buddhist
0: monks. <laughs> Buddhists. Uh, Buddhist monks. Uh, monks whose bodies remain incorrupt without any traces of deliberate mummification are venerated by some Buddhists who believe they were successfully able to mortify their flesh to death. Ew. I don't know what that sentence I, I means. I don't know what that sentence means
1: either, because you said mortified, and isn't that usually, like, scared or embarrassed or horrified? They're just, like, so scared <laughs> they, and they were mummified.
0: So- yeah. Um, self mummification was practiced until the late 1800s in Japan and has been outlawed since the early 1900s that's not long ago enough many Buddhist monks were reported to know their time of death and left their last testaments and their students accordingly buried them sitting in the lotus position put into a vessel with drying agents such as wood, paper or lime and surrounded by bricks to be exhumed later, usually after three years so basically when they knew they were going to die they sat in a cross-legged position and then their students took them, put them in a big basket of like lime, and then bricked them up for like three years. And then their bodies were preserved when they came out because they had been dried out and desiccated. And then they painted them gold.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, I have heard about that. I have heard there's like the Buddhist sculptures and stuff. There actually are like people inside.
0: Uh, bodies purported to be those of self-mummified monks are exhibited in several japanese shrines and it has been claimed that the monks prior to their death stuck to a sparse diet made up of salt nuts seeds roots pine bark mm.
1: and tea again like i don't know for, so- for some reason it seems different with buddhists than it did with south americans no the, the philippine fire yeah, yeah yeah because
0: the filipino ones well it's different it's different though with the buddhist one it's more of a passive mummification. with the filipino one it was they were doing a lot of stuff to it but i yeah, mean it's their true. culture and they get to do what they want to do they're just bodies like you know aren't we all <laughs> and this has been afternoon i thank you for tuning no um so now we're gonna play a game that i should have prepared a little more are you gonna
1: send semi- me pictures yes i'm
0: sending some pictures uh this game is called show me the mummy (laughs) where you will show me them i will show you the mummy yeah
1: you show me the mummy i will tell you the mummy um you don't have to identify it because that's dumb yeah i would have had
0: to have seen examples
1: at some point
0: yes so you are going to tell me if you think that the thing i'm sending you is a real on-purpose mummy or not. Okay. And it's gonna get weird. Okay. This first one is La Pasqualita La Pasqualita. She is currently displayed in front of a wedding
1: dress shop in Mexico. I've heard of this. Oh, I don't know if it's actually mummy, though. Uh, it's loading. Give it a second. No, I don't think it's real. You are correct. Uh, It is just a fucking mannequin. Everyone thinks that it like moves or something, right? There's something funky about it.
0: No, it's just that it's a very realistic-looking mummy. Um, for more information, Thinking Sideways did an episode specifically about whether or not La Pascualita was a mummy or not.
1: I feel like there are really easy ways to test, you know.
0: Oh yeah, but okay, no, not a mummy. All right, I'm sending in your next one. Okay. For bonus points, tell me what time this was made. What time? Ooh, I'm bad at that.
1: Oh, I'm really bad at that. The time period. I think this one is real. And I think that it has... I think it's... Is this one from, like, Pompeii? Did he get, like, buried in... It's a little girl. Her name is
0: Rosalia Lombardo. She died in 1920. Oh. And she is technically not a mummy although she is a well-preserved two-year-old girl extremely
1: well-preserved she She looks like she's sleeping yeah
0: do you want to know why she's not a mummy she's fucking embalmed oh so she's just that's dumb she has been she has been injected with a very special cocktail that some uh, italian dude came up with um when her father specifically requested for her to be embalmed um her brain all of her organs are still in there and for anyone who's heard of this and is like, her eyes open sometimes. They don't. Her eyes were just never fully closed. And depending on how the light is hitting it, oh, it can yeah, look like her eyes are open. That.
1: Yeah, I've seen this. That's creepy.
0: All right. One more. Mm, hooray. This is the creepiest one. These are all women, which is weird. I might throw in a bonus fourth round. Because you're you're one for two right now. So here is question number three. This is Elena Hoyos or de Hoyos.
1: Ew, yeah. I don't like it. No, I think it's a mannequin. I don't think it's some of me.
0: Incorrect. That's a fucking mummy. Uh, Elena was her body was kidnapped by a doctor named Carl Tansler, who proceeded to hide her body and preserve it in various ways for. Well, like five years until he was
1: eventually arrested. So he was just like using her as an experiment dummy.
0: Oh, no, no. He was in love with her. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, Carl Tanzer's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting.
1: Did he actually know this woman before? Did he just like find her and was like, that's a pretty lady. He treated her for, I think, tuberculosis.
0: Uh, He fell in love with her. She didn't want to marry him because he was, you know, an old German liar. Mm Mm-hmm. She was a hot 20-something-year-old, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, totally.
0: Uh, You're one
1: for three. Mm, Well, at least I started
0: strong. You started very strong. Um, I'm going to throw you a softball. Okay.
1: But then that means that we're going to end on a tie, because I'm going to get it. Or I'm going to look like a real loser. Yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to give you the name. I'm going to see if you recognize him. Oh, is this the caveman?
1: No, that's not the caveman. No, I think that yes, it's a mummy, and I think it's probably from like Mount Everest. This is Utsie, the Ice Man. This is Utsie. This is the caveman. This
0: is who I was thinking of. Ice Man. Of. He's
1: an Ice Man. It's the same thing.
0: Um, he is a mummy,
1: but he is not on purpose. No, I know. They said that he got like hit in the head with something, right? And then yeah, he was
0: murdered and then left him in the snow. Gotcha. For Otzi. So, um, yeah, you broke even on Show Me the Mummy. Well, that was a very <laughs> anticlimactic end. We tied. So, if you liked this episode, if you want to correct my pronunciation, I don't blame you. Uh,
1: we are on Twitter at Afternoonified, Instagram at Afternoonified. Facebook at facebook.com slash getafternoonified. And our website is ww no www dot it doesn't matter you don't have to use w's when you type in websites anymore Getafternoonify.com is where you're going and that's where you can listen to past episodes see our beautiful faces read our bios rate review find links give us money
0: donation um and i promise you i am working on getting some t-shirts it's been a very busy couple of weeks
1: very um, busy, and t-shirts are expensive. They're so, so expensive. Yeah. And since you bitches don't donate, <laughs> maybe we would have had merch faster if you guys gave us your money. Um, anyways, anyway. so
0: this episode has been brought to you by... Well, what are we going to do? Want to do tampons again? Let's do tampons. All right, this episode has been brought to you by Lola Tampons. They are all natural nice tampons that are delivered directly to your home uh you can use our code at trymylola.com slash afternoonified where you get good deals on tampons son of a bitch you can i you get They're good, good, deals good tampons. On tampons. like this is
1: um this is like a, a woman company you know like you don't have to go run to walgreens and pay the big man yeah uh so you listeners of afternoonified um
0: will receive 50% off your first order. Uh, For example, you can get your first two-box order for $9 instead of 18 which tamps are expensive, man.
1: Yeah, at least if you're going to pay 9 bucks a box for tampons, at least make them good ones.
0: Yeah, so uh, that's trymylola.com slash afternoonified for a 50% off um, promo. Thanks, Lola! Thanks, Lola! Yeah, so that's all I got on that's mummies. Um, I... <laughs> That's All right, it.
1: well, bye. bye! Presenting the Pitch Please Podcast. Pitch Please, the game of the 60 second screenplay. It's a fun new game show where players pitch potential productions with pretty much no planning. Armed with only their imagination and a deck of 53 fully illustrated movie cliches like... Sexy hackers. Vaguely European super villain. Sport dog. Players get one minute to plan it and one minute to pitch it. Pitch please. It's the big screen in a little package. Take my pitch please. Now playing the movies from inside your mind. Please play Pitch Please on the River City Podcast Federation.